0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another Smoking Syndicate Roundtable. And this week, all four of us are back. Ben Lee, your host, got Bear to Pussy that's going to be running the whole show tonight. Our fixer, Aaron Nielsen, and our illustrious leader, William Cooper. How's it going, everyone?
1: Hello, hello. fantastic, sensational, beautiful. Wonderful. I'm on, a, I'm on
2: a nice beach here, you know? Yeah. Picture so. of. The skies. Yeah. Moonlit skies. <laughs> Very romantic.
1: He's like, you know, he's in, in like Antarctica or something like that. And he's putting like <laughs> beach background,
3: like
1: ice station zebra.
0: Awesome. Well, tonight, what we're doing is the Larry Kaza Special Edition 2022 from Tatawahe.
1: So, Barry, you have some information on it, don't you? certainly do. Um, in, so Tatuaje it released the special edition Labarquesa in 2022. That's this year, obviously. And, uh, it's pretty exciting to see it. So to, for it to kind of come back because it was started in 2008, uh, Pete Johnson introduced this brand, um, to, um, to the world. And it eventually grew to about three, 13 different Vitolas. And in 2017, uh you could it actually got removed uh from from the market um however how you want to word it it was either removed from the price list i mean he uh pete never said that it was discontinued or anything like that i think he was just putting it on hold for the time being or whatever so um but this cigar uh you know a lot of people have been talking about the four of us have always have talked about this uh the the previous iteration of the cigar quite a bit uh, but it's beautiful uh Wrapped in a beautiful American uh, Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, and then uh, as always, it's a double binder. Uh, when all, all my father cigars are double bound, so double Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan fillers, uh, both undisclosed in terms of Nicaraguan. It's made at the My Father factory, uh, blended by Pete Johnson. And this is uh, what are we going to call this, guys? It's like Toro Extra or something. Like five, it's five and five eighths by 54.
0: Is it regular or Robusto Extra? Robusto
1: like Extra. Yeah. What's Robusto, this? MSR? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Robusto this, Extra too.
3: What's this MSRP at? I don't know.
1: Uh, twelve bucks. And I got the box right here. So, Fantastic.
2: You know, you know, that box was interesting, guys, because um, I assume we, did we all get boxes? I know Aaron, you got a box,
1: right? I, I, did. I didn't. I didn't get a box. I mean, yeah, that didn't. Yes, yes, I did. Okay. Yeah.
2: So did you notice that like? When that was a the show, he had that in a bundle. But that bundle, he ended up putting in the cabinet box. Yeah. So here's what happened: you get the cabinet box, you open it up. There's a bundle. Mm-hmm. You open up the bundle, and then you, each of the cigars was cello Which,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which, yeah, which, yeah I, I thought that was kind of unusual that it was done like with the, you know, the solo bundle.
1: Well, he knew he knew how much you hated Mazo's Coop, so he. Well,
2: that's just... that's where I was going. I, I was like, I was gonna say, thank you, Pete. You know, thank you for putting him. Maybe you know, I, I I'm pretty sure I probably gave him some feedback on the Mazo.
1: Pete's, I, I Pete's coming through talking. this year, man. The name tags at PCA. Oh, he no is... Mazos. I mean,
2: this, this is a big week for Pete. Okay, on on the coalition because we just put up uh, the PCA interview earlier today. Um, obviously we're talking about Lava Keza sc now and then Sunday get there you have him on El Oso fumar it's true so it's a big Pete Johnson week for sure but Lava Keza let me say this quick. I mean this La Ke is like I don't know how to put it. this is a brand that I mean it's one of my favorites from Tatawa I remember you know when, when you know it always seemed like it floated under the radar but to me, that that was just a fantastic, fantastic cigar, and like you said, there it was put on hiatus for a little while, and you know, last year excitement—it's coming back, and hopefully, maybe this will restart La Riqueza again. Yeah, yeah
3: I would like to—I'd like to see this in—you uh, know, it's it's back to the market. I would like to see it in uh, how it smokes in a couple different vitolas.
1: Well, it was the only, it was one, I mean, it's, I mean, you guys know how harsh I am on torpedoes, the the number two uh, torpedo that uh, that he had originally, one of the few cigars out there that I really, I mean, the few torpedoes out there that I really enjoy. Oh, it's a
2: great, it, that, uh, I agree with you on that so much. That was a great, great expert in torpedo.
0: Yeah, this is one of my favorite cigar lines that Pete put out. I mean, I, I love this thing. You know, it was a little bit more medium bodied than, you know, the rest of his line. So it wasn't his full body, you know, and, you know, had that nice, you know, Nicaraguan tobacco punch. It was a little bit more mellowed out, a little bit smoother. I really liked it. And I remember whenever they, you know, it was a, it kind of announced that they were, you know, kind of shutting the line down, my local shop kind of blew them out. And I bought every single Larry queso that was on the shelf, every single yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. And I did not regret it one bit. It was fantastic. So I was excited to see this come back out.
2: Yeah.
1: But, uh, was that... Was Ben, was that... He actually handed us uh, like a, something from the treasure trove last year at PCA, too. It was like a... Was that a Petit Corona La Corqueza? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was
2: a different cigar than this.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, 100%. This is a... Yeah, this is a 22,000... 2022 SE, so you know let's
0: let's look at this cigar here it's it's actually a really nice box press kind of a soft box press uh-huh. really nice looking cigar and like I don't know about y'all's, but mine is is you know kind of rusticated looking you know it's not like the smoothest wrapper, slightly modeled and stuff not as not a not super oily or nothing like that
2: right right it's exactly what I would say. It, it, um you know, and I was, again, I was wondering, you know, just the way those were packed. That's why I kind of go back. It's like cello, cello box. I, I, it just kind of, I was kind of wondering, you know, what that did as far as the moisture level goes. And I didn't measure them. I have the humid, humidimeter, but I didn't measure the moisture on this before I smoked it.
0: Yeah, I didn't get one of those because that, that's really useful.
2: Yeah. But it, it felt, I mean, when I picked it, when I opened the box up, it did feel... Like a little moist, but nothing wasn't like wet. I guess is the best way to put it. It just it didn't feel dry. The cigars. I mean, I think that's a better way to say it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna cut this. Let's let's check out the draw and cold draw flavor. Yep.
2: Yep. So guys, I am. I know I'm not smoking tonight, but I I have copious notes. So. Yeah. Copious. <laughs> copious notes. Yeah. Copious. Everybody going with the uh, straight
3: cut tonight, like myself
0: actually I'm not i whenever I have a box press almost every time I use the the V cut like the calibre when it's real deep yep just I just seem to gravitate towards that what
2: what in particular why would a box press you do that? I'm just curious
0: uh just honestly <laughs> geometry. <laughs> Box, well, I think I'm so. I, I, like you such I a fucking nerd. Like
1: yeah. But <laughs> I also think,
3: but
0: I, also I am an engineer. That, I can't help it.
3: But, but Ben, I think there is something to that because sometimes on the box press with the shoulders, if you do it straight, sometimes the shoulders will unravel a little bit. So I, I actually do uh, V cut a lot of my box presses as well. This one's pretty, you know, it's a dense pack and it's, it's a little, what's a 54. Yeah, so yeah. when it gets, when it gets that, size i'm gonna go straight but i do box press a lot or i'm sorry i do uh v cut a lot of my my uh box
1: presses I straight cut pretty much everything so that's the always that the answer to us we had, i actually asked this question on sunday with uh, with my guest on my show um about it but um um i thought in, in honor of pete i thought about using the thumbnail but <laughs> that's actually a uh a, a, a it was an old interview i read for, with uh, one of the rare interviews with Jaime Garcia, you know, uh, Pepin's son, and that's what he said. His cutter of choice was was his thumbnail. It's true. we he did a
2: lot of people in the industry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because
0: whenever we were at uh, Drew Estate, uh, couple several years ago, Pete actually kind of showed up and hung out with us that night, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to go to my father tomorrow morning?" i like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" I wasn't on the schedule. No, so you know, so we, you know he, he took us out there and we you know we toured the factory and stuff as much as we can because it was raining heavy, and of course. The power in SLE is not the most reliable thing on the planet. Nah. So it would go in and out and all that. And anyway, we so we went back to kind of the lobby area, the front area and was started smoking cigars. And you know, Jaime was there and he was using his fingernail, you know, using his thumb, take the cap off. That's all he uses. And, of course, yeah. you know, the official lighter of
1: Nicaragua, which is the Bic lighter.
2: Bic lighter. <laughs> not nominated for tobacco business year
1: yeah. in 2001. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we we'll always got to bring that up, Coop. No, I remember the – so speaking of Pete right, in a Bic lighter, so the infamous uh, The Frank advertisement where he's sitting uh, – younger, younger Pete with the slick back hair, the chin goat. He's sitting on a workbench. He's got the Frank. And his left hand is a Bic. Of course. That's Why not? awesome. Yes. Why do I remember that? Because I remember everything. So don't fuck up. <laughs>
2: you know, it's funny. I, I um I saw a picture of me and Pete from like 2011 when I first met him, and like as much as he's aged, I've aged even more. So <laughs> we were like kids in that picture. So. It's
1: it's it's really funny. Like yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that too about about his aging because like I. Like he doesn't he, he doesn't look old to me right right he, he doesn't look old period like to me or, or anybody else but like if you knew him when like like 10 years ago like before he had he grew out the beard and everything and stuff but like like it it's it's really interesting to see the transformation over the years and stuff like that like you can call it aging i mean yeah he's older but like yeah I, it's he, he almost looks like two different people. You could tell it's the same person, but he almost looks like two different people. Like, no, I, don't I, know. I agree
2: with you on that. It's
1: like the two eras of Pete Johnson, the two chapters of Pete Johnson. Yeah, you can call it. So Now, I know, Coop, you're not smoking,
0: but Baron Aaron, how was how the draw on the cigar? for Now, preference is, but I will say that this does have a closed foot. I don't know if you can be able to see it there. Yeah, I was going to say still, that. You can still... I could still get a a pretty decent draw. I I got a
2: decent pre light draw on that thing. I think it it was enough flow in that cigar that you could pull flavor from it on the dry draw. Mm -hmm.
3: So, the interesting thing is that my draw with the closed foot is almost perfect. So, I'm, I'm, look, I'd rather have an open draw than a closed draw, but I'm wondering if I'm going to have to uh, be a little more careful on this because with the closed foot, it still is drawing perfect. (laughs) So, We'll see how it goes when I start lighting it up and I burn off the foot. But uh, right now, uh,
1: so far,
0: so good. Do you get any flavors out of that right at, the, at the
1: moment? I, 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 I am. Dude. Were you asking Aaron, though?
0: I, I was asking
1: both of you. Either yeah, one. I yeah, I definitely am. And you get some nice little pepper tingles on the lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this really nice... <clears throat> Rich uh chocolatey, like uh almost like cherry kind of cordial yeah richness. A hundred but that's exactly what I was gonna say too.
0: Cherry cordial, the chocolate cover cherries.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I get too. It's it's like really, really rich. Yeah. Um and
2: you know, there was something I when I picked this cigar up, and it's I can forget about any Ron Ricesa. It is a little bit of a throwback to those Henry Clays, but I just call it like on steroids where the 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 flavors are even bolder on the pre-like throat and I remember on those Henry Clays. and I'm talking to you here really it is. Henry Clay Bless you.
3: I have uh, so as bear sneezing every I, I get- every
1: pepin cigar guys every time every time if I smell the unlit foot every time my every brother time. sneezed. my <laughs> brother.
3: My brother sneezes in twos. Like if he sneezes, he always sneezes twice. He never sneezes just once. Anyway, uh, I get, uh, oh, there you go. You did it. There you go. Um, I get uh, some barnyard, some earthiness. Um, I think there's a little bit of a hint of some coffee. I think that's yeah. it, it, look. It's like a prelude to what the cigar is gonna gonna bring to the table, especially from the first third standpoint. But um, yeah, it's got that barnyard hay.
2: Coffee earthy notes, yeah, I got that coffee earth as well, um a little bit of sweetness that I think bear was a little yep. a tingle of the black pepper for sure on the tongue.
0: I say let's go ahead and light this thing. I was okay. gonna say, give me the cue, Ben. here we go. Let's do this.
3: I'm going with the big old helio.
0: I think that might be Those the are great, Those lighter are great of lighters, by the way. Those the and it really is. Two coalition right there. You know? Um, here's mine. I got a blue one tonight. So, yep. That's our official lighter of the coalition. I didn't take my orange one, but I have an orange
2: one
1: at home. I need to get one.
3: Uh, they only had a couple colors. They were out of black. They were out of, uh, uh the, I think,
1: the blue. Uh,
3: So I just. Next, next choice. Is, I hadn't had a red lighter, so I went the red.
0: I got blue and green, my two favorite colors. So.
3: Well, absolutely perfect draw. Absolutely perfect. So it didn't uh, loosen up even more for me because like I said, when I had on the dry draw, it was, uh, Pretty open as it was, so fortunately, it's not open up even further. So right now, my draw is is perfect.
0: Yeah, I would say mine is too. I mean, it's it's. I was kind of scared that it might be get a little bit too loose, but it's not. It actually doesn't. To me, seem like it changed at all. Actually, no.
3: And one of the things I didn't mention. So if anybody picks it up, do you guys get it's kind? It's a dense. It's a dense feeling cigar in your hand I oh mean, it, yeah is not,
1: yeah not you think it's gonna be like,
2: you, yeah it wasn't airy i agree yeah
3: with you
1: with can you. tell yeah you're like you're this cigars like this like not, i'm not talking about pete specifically but densely packed cigars like this that feel like this in your hand there's two ways they can go either Absolutely. they're going to draw perfectly or they're going to be plugged and I'm not talking about Pete. I'm not saying, Pete, I didn't say plugged. So, I, you know, we're not talking about uh, stems now, okay? We're not doing that shit. But, like, <laughs> like generally speaking, when we talk about cigars that are tightly, densely packed like this, like, I compare it to, like, when I say densely packed, like a Neanderthal from Romacraft. Or um, uh, the, oh, give me another one, guys. Come on. The, the Bellis Ar- Bellis Artes from Artes. That's Asia. what I was going to say. Yeah. The
3: Bellas Maduro, that yes. thing is, like, <clears throat> is jammed.
1: Speaking of Broadleaf, the Enclave Broadleaf from AJ, too, has a very dense feel, right? And it's either like cigars like that are either going to be have the perfect draw or they're going to be just – it's just going to be – you're going to have to work it, man. You're going to have to work it. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not have an open dry draw, really. I mean, it was okay. I wasn't really – I wasn't criticizing it because of the closed foot. But as soon as I – lit the foot, man, this is – this Coop, this is the perfect draw, as you and I talk about. Yeah. Light resistance and and just – good smoke
2: i agree and what's what but i give this cigar like i don't want to say i give it bonus points but i don't normally get that on a box press
1: you know because they have to take out stuff they have to take it out they have to
2: take out stuff so i normally don't get that on a box press certainly not on a closed foot either uh but to me this i mean and i don't score the pre-light experience unfortunately though but this was a, you know, it was solid in terms of being able to pull flavor from it. And then when I lit, lit it up, the initial puffs, it was solid as well. So I felt like it, was, it, it broke right in um, to the cigar, you know, once I went into it.
1: All right. So, Ben, I got, I got my fun questions for the night. You just tell me when I can pull the trigger on those.
2: Hey, let me ask you. You guys, you guys lit up. You guys were all lit up, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Are a we pepper. lit? What, Are we pepper? lit? Who's drinking?
0: No. Yeah.
2: What was go the ahead. pepper like for you guys out of the gate?
0: Well, that's where I was about to go. I was gonna ask, I was gonna start with you. Like, so when your initial light, what did you get out of the coop? I got that pepin black pepper blast right out of the gate. I
2: yeah. mean, this was this was a this was a classic Garcia, I guess you call it the Garcia pepper blast. I got that black pepper right out of the gate for the first few pops. Yeah. I get the back,
3: not only in the back of my, kind of in the back of my throat, kind of the the black pepper, but you can also get it through the retro. But what I will say though, which is surprising when I retro, it's not like it's, it's like singeing my nose or anything, because when you, when you, when you look at the cigar and right away, you're thinking like, wow, this is going to be super full body. you think it's going to be, you know, a powerhouse per se? It's not. Um, It's, it's medium. And there's pepper, especially in the throat, but it doesn't uh, kill you on the retro.
1: Yeah,
0: that's kind of what I was getting too. Like I get a lot—I mean a huge blast of black pepper in the beginning. And we always talk about how almost all Philippine cigars—it's almost like a telltale sign of one of his cigars. Is yeah, that can I good? can yeah. I
1: disagree though? If you want to, of course you can. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get that at all. I don't get the blast. I know what y'all are talking about. 100 right right i mean for the most part it has that kind of signature to it this for me has a spiciness to it but it also it's also it's it's almost like a it's almost like a chili like a dried like uh chili de arbol. like i, I can feel that. it on my lips and the way it singes the way it, it singes like an extreme right like i'm not like it's i'm not like oh god over here like mm-hmm. my nose is running but the it it's tingling the nostrils on the retro and the way that does it is really rem- reminiscent for me for like some of the dried chilies like chili diarbo like black pepper to me like when i get black pepper blasts or something like it's it it immediately just influences the palate like where it's like okay i'm smoking a like there's no coming back now i am smoking a spicy cigar like, it's just happening. Like, it, it's uh, what what Steve Sacco likes to call the pepper bomb. Like, that's when I, when I get black pepper, that's what it does. It's just like, oh, that's what's happening now. And I don't get that with the cigar. There's still so many of the other flavors that I'm getting right off the get that it's a really nice complimentary spice. Well, well I think.
0: I'll, go ahead, go ahead but No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, in the, in the beginning, and I, I get this every 15 cigar. The first half an inch to me is a lot of black pepper. But yeah. now I'm 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 about I'm about at like this point here, and the black pepper has faded drastically. At that point,
2: that's about where I get. That's where I got.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm getting a lot more flavor. But like when you first light this up, like all I could get is black pepper. It's just a whole lot mm-hmm. right in the beginning of it.
2: And, and, and you know, we, the Fonseca that they released. Uh, Almost two years ago. That was what was so unique about that cigar is that Fonseca didn't was like one of the few that didn't give me that.
0: I agree, but the Fonseca doesn't do that at all. Yeah. So it's so going different. so
3: going back to the cigar. One of the things that I think it, it will say complements or maybe tones down the pepper. I get like a uh, there's a sweetness aspect to like an apricot or um, I, don't, I don't want to say a, a a dried like a dried fruit or but it, it there's a sweetness component that mutes a little bit of that pepper right so it's yeah.
0: yeah exactly And i get that i know exactly what you're saying and i was going to say apricot as well because it almost has like that stove fruity quality
3: yeah exactly
0: but it's when that black pepper faded that started to come in along with some other notes i mean I mean, I get a little bit of, of, you know, of the cedar, which, you know, is kind of, it's very, pretty common, but I'm also starting to taste a little bit of different spices. It kind of indistinct at this point, but I get, there's, there's a lot more starting to happen now as it burns in. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes.
1: I, I tell you what that, you know, what's really kind of. I mean, sad in the sense that, like, I was really looking forward to seeing what that cherry cordial would do, and I, it's, it did not translate over to the lit cigar, but there is that fruitiness that you're talking about. Um, uh, There is that fruitiness that you're talking about, like that stone fruit and everything, the spice this that you're talking about, Ben, maybe, or kind of those baking spices. I'm getting a very pronounced, like, cinnamon and clove to it. Yes, exactly. And, yeah, it's very, 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 like... Delightful! It's really nice.
3: Are you guys? I know we're jumping around here, but the the flavors that we're getting, but I this this cigar has not. It's not drastically changed, but it's continued to change. Even as like first, we'll call it half inch or so. There's a mineral component to me with this. Yes. I, I, uh, mineral component to go with. There he is. Uh, mineral component to go with that earthiness, uh-huh. the black pepper. Um, uh-huh and some of that sweetness, that that apricot, if you will. Finally classing I, up the show. Finally classing yeah, exactly, up the show here.
2: Exactly. You, you know, Aaron, I was getting, and Vera, I was getting more of an orange peel type note with this. Yeah, Where, I could see that. I mean, it's kind of in that apricot Yeah, genre. and, and not, as, not as pronounced early on, but as the cigar is gonna uh, move through that first third, the sweetness goes a little more to an orange peel. It does bring in a few bitter qualities to it. But I had coffee as the lead note out of the gate once the pepper subsided.
3: Well, I could see that to me, the coffee black note coffee. to me, yeah, I was going to say that the coffee note to me is like the acidity of the black coffee with no cream or no mm-hmm. anything to it. It's just Agreed. like that straight black coffee.
2: Agree. Yeah, totally agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, I think we got like the first part of this covered. So we'll go ahead and take a break here and we'll come back to let you know what our initial impressions are of the first third. See you in a second. Hey, everyone, we're back and we're at the end of the first third. So let's go around the table and see
1: what everybody thinks. Bear, where were you getting out of the first third here? Yeah, like I mentioned before, like this is – you know, the, the, the cherry cordial after the dry jaw is completely gone. Uh, we talked about some of those baking spices, the clove and cinnamon that kind of translate over to it. Um, as it kind of, as the first third progressed for me, um, it was, you know, was a solid, like just really nice, beautiful spice on the tongue. The, the spice kind of fades more and more as you get into the cigar where it's not as singy, it's not as pronounced, it's not as blasty, um, making up words as I go along here, but, um, and I'm just, I'm really, uh, I, it's just got a really very well balanced feel to it, uh, in the first third with all those sweet components, the coffee that kind of keeps it in balance with those slight bitterness, uh, bitterness can be good guys. I hate that people always refer right. to bitterness and I think that it's wrong. It's um, and, um, I'm, and the, uh, man, I just, um, that, that stone fruit that was right off the get to, that's kind of faded as well, but there's still this wonderful sweetness that's there. It's kind of like a caramel component to it. It's not as decadent, it's not rich, it's just there for balance. This is a very well-balanced third. Uh, I mentioned to you guys earlier that this is my, I've, this is my fifth La Riqueza SE 2022. And this was my f- best first third out of this five that I've smoked.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of something we talked about before we came on was we all have smoked at least four or five of these cigars before we came and started doing this review. Every one of us have thought that this, the one we're smoking now, is smoking a lot smoother and more flavorful than when we first got the box. So take that as you will. Uh, Aaron, what were you getting on it? Yep.
3: So I would agree that this is the best of the the lot that I've had so far. So for me, the the notes of that, what I kind of deemed the apricot um, as subsided, I still have that kind of acidic coffee. But to me, this is starting and it has gradually, as I keep smoking, has a distinct earth note to it. It's very earthy to me. Um there is still a little bit of that sweetness that Bear talked about. Um, there is like a what I'll call so the apricots morphed into when I talked about that sweetness, like a date ish kind of flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it for me, it started to 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 get very dare I say muddled and earth earthy tasting to me with like some some chalkiness or like a, a hay.
0: Yeah, I, I get I get a lot of those flavors as well. But before I go into it, let's let's see what Coop, what was you getting on on your when you're on your notes from this cigar?
2: Yeah, so you know we were I I forget if we said this before we went to the break or not, but the coffee note I think we were terming this as an African coffee note, uh, one that had a little more of that acidic type of quality to it not necessarily a mocha note, not necessarily a burnt coffee note, not necessarily a cafe au lait type note, but this kind of African black uh, coffee note that has a little bit of acidity to it. I was getting, um, the pepper definitely subsided as you got through the first third, that pepper started going to the back of trying to start feeding, but it was on the retro. The pepper was staying very prominent on that retro throughout the first third. Um, I was getting a touch of cedar as well in the background and some earthy notes. Now. The sweetness that I was getting was a little more citric in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And as this cigar moved through the first third, it went from like a little more of a sweeter cit- citrus where there was some bitter components getting in there to more of an orange peel type note, I would say. To quote Bear, bitter is not bad, okay? So I thought it was, it was enhancing the profile overall of, of this cigar. <coughs> um, so, you know, like I said, I, I did have a better experience experience from opening the box versus having the box open and then going back to it but i did pull the cigars i think i mentioned i pulled them out of that cello bundle when i got them so i left them in the cellophane and the cigars but i pulled the cello bundle apart and put them in the box uh afterwards and put the box in the humidor so it was better i would say it was better uh the second the second and third t- and i had four of them so
0: yeah kind of I kind of agree with what all y'all are saying. Like I'm getting this, some of those similar notes. I, I I get that cedar, but it's like I said, it's it's kind of in the background. It's not like a dominant note, which is it usually is in a lot of cigars, right? That kind of that apricot stone fruit that I was getting, it kind of it kind of melded into something a little bit more sweet. And it, I did get that citrusy part of it, and what kind of what it reminded me of. Is we have a candy shop here that sells um, candied orange peel, and that's kind of what it reminds me of. You know, it's got like this that orangey citrusy kind of a flavor. It's not it's not strong, but it's got a sweetness to it as well. But I'm also getting like the kind of the caramel note that Bear was talking about too. I I get a lot of on the retro hill. I get a lot of black pepper and that kind of that caramel as well. The retro hill. Kind of a combined thing which is kind of a unique flavor combo but in like when it started kind of burning after the first like half an inch until about now i was getting it baird kind of brought it up before where it reminds me of kind of like the allspice note in a way like you talk talking about that cinnamon and clove and all that Well it kind of reminds me of is like almost like an allspice and i still get hints of that but it's kind of faded away as well but it's it's definitely a little bit more open and the flavors kind of dance around more than when I first smoked this when I got the box originally, which I thought was kind of a unique thing. And so I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because I thought that was very really interesting.
1: If this cigar continues to progress like the previous uh, previous four that I've smoked, you, the, I've got this really interesting take on the second, third, if it continues. Um, I'll share it with you regardless on the other four, just in case this one takes a different turn.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll get to that soon. So, where do you think like the flavor and body is of the cigar at this point?
1: I was glad you were asking about that. Yeah, so I'm def. This is definitely, uh, you know, even though the spice level, especially in the beginning, was really kind of ticked up. It, I think it kind of set the tone for this cigar. Uh, thinking like almost kind of this, uh, you know, you guys talked about the strength tick ticking up. Um, I think the strength, the strength after that initial oomph, that initial light. Has really kind of stayed consistent in that medium plus range. Uh, the body is definitely uh, medium, uh, and then the flavor is definitely full.
0: Aaron, what about you?
3: Yep, yeah, you- agreed. I medium plus uh, full bodied. Um, it it's got the um so this um when I talk about the smoke, it's like chewy, right? So you think about milk first water kind of got that chewiness to the smoke so yeah. a little heavier it's got that medium plus body I'd say it's a, it's a medium strength um I thought it when I first initially had this cigar I thought okay I'm in for you know this is going to be kind of a powerhouse it, it's definitely toned down and uh it's kind of settling in to that medium medium plus range
0: what about you Coop
2: this was advertised as a boulder la Riquesa, and i'd say on the strength level it was probably on a scale of one to ten about a six so i kind of keep it that's still what i would call medium in my book maybe the like there would call medium plus but i definitely got more body on this cigar the flavor is definitely weighed heavier on the palate here uh, than than the core la riqueza so i probably i probably gonna
1: say to stronger it. or not than the original core
2: a st- stronger and more bolder flavor for sure. I was definitely yeah. getting bolder, but they weigh heavier on the palate, is what I'll say, especially when you're retro. It, I, I thought the retro was a little, it's not like a the pepper's not going to knock you down for a loop, but it's a heavier that retro is a little heavy. I got on so the cigar,
0: yeah. I agree with that. Can we, Cupid? I you, you and I have talked about this. Um. That this one definitely is a definitely a step up from the original La Rucker no,
2: no, doubt, no doubt. I mean, it, it definitely is because the original La Rucker was a classic medium, like a medium broad, broad
1: yeah. leaf cigar. Um, well, even the color, this yeah. is a darker cigar, man. It's a darker. But, yeah, I mean, you got like a grade or two higher, man. It's fucking insane.
2: Yeah, remember those old Henry Clay's were, were not heavy cigars, right? And then when La Keza, when I started smoking Lara Keza, I called it like Henry Clan steroids just because it was, but it was still a medium cigar. It wasn't like this. You know, it wasn't one of these, like, you know, we've seen some of the heavy Nicaraguan Broadleaf cigars. This, this, while still not that, is definitely stronger than, than the original.
0: Yeah, I agree. So let's, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll break here and we'll be back to let you know how the second third goes. See you in a second. everybody we're back and we're about the we're the final of the of the second third here so uh, aaron what did you get out of the out of the second third
3: yeah so i so for the for me a couple one one thing changed that i noticed quite distinctively for me was the the uh like the tingly the pepper on the tongue so i got a little bit of that like not pop rocks but just the the black pepper right on the the end of the tongue but the from a flavor standpoint it continued so this cigar for me after that about the halfway point continues to be for me coffee very heavy earth there's a little bit of sweetness and kind of that hay chalkiness like a a dryness i get in my mouth uh when i smoke this so i don't want to go the muddled route yet but for me it's it hasn't changed it's that earthy very prominent earth and coffee for me for this section of the cigar that we're in.
0: Hey, what did you get on the second third when you smoked yours?
2: Well, Aaron, you and I
0: are really close on this. So
2: yeah, that coffee, that African coffee note was still present. There was a lot of earthy notes. Um, and, you know, I was still getting some of that cedar in the background. I was also getting that orange rind note, but the pepper started to pick back up gradually on the tongue throughout this throughout this section. So it was like first it was a little more tingly on the tongue, then it became a little more prominent on the tongue. Um, I am the flavors did start, they weren't quite as crisp and pronounced as in that first third. So there was some muddling going on at this point. Um, I didn't like the fact that the spice was was coming back from retreat. Um, and like I said towards the end of that second third it was more than just a tingly on the tongue there. Uh, strength wise, the cigar picked up a little more. It's starting to approach medium to full, the body remained medium to full. Um, my other notes were the burn did need a little more TLC during this section than the first section, but the draw continued to be excellent.
3: Yeah, good point on the I, touch up. I, I've had I a touch- touch-up up on had this session, yeah, yeah, I did too. I had to touch it up a couple times, mm-hmm. not
2: terrible. I mean, it wasn't going wonky, but I, I was getting ahead of it. Yeah, I mean, i I wouldn't give it an excellent. Like, the first third, it was really set it and forget it as far as the burn went, and we were showing our burns. Second third, not quite. The edge got a little more flaky, and it was just, it just seemed, the touch-ups did the trick, but there were more touch-ups than I preferred.
1: Bear, what about you? What did you get on the second third? Well, historically, the four other ones, I didn't have any touch-ups at all, uh, but I'll tell you what's really funny and consistent about this. I've had one relight, and I had exactly one relight on other, the other four um which is interesting it's like funny it's about throughout the same time about the halfway point of the cigar i had to do a relight uh, It was really interesting this is the fifth one one single relay i'm not going to get i'm not going to knock it a huge amount for that i mean that, that can be chalked up to a lot of different things but i'll tell you i told you guys that i was going to talk about this but this fifth one is also doing the same thing for me this the transition from the first third kind of morphs into this thing a lot of the things that we're talking about but guys like call me fucking crazy but this fucking second third here is like straight up fruitcake for me I'm talking breadiness that orange rind that Coop's been talking about it's there a little bit of lemon zest too nuttiness that dryness that you're talking about you guys mentioned chalk that kind of has that walnut dryness to it for me, that's, that's what I'm getting. That's when I when I'm tasting the dryness in the cigar, it's got a very nutty component. it's like walnut. Um, and then, and then um, I have a question after you go Ben on something. So let's put a pin in that but the balance of the cigar, that spice on the back end, is picked up, and there's this really nice residual leather note that just kind of sits back on the back of the palate, uh, with that coffee that we've been talking about too. It's it, this is really balanced, but it's taken this this fruitcake like segue to it, and it's been it's uh it's really really complex and very different. Um, but that's what I get out of the second third. Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of
0: in between a little bit of all of y'all, so I, I, I do get a little bit more of a pickup of the black pepper, and bear when you talk about the fruit cake, I can kind of see where you're going with that, because I get like this sweet bread kind of flavor on it as well. I don't really get that allspice note anymore. I oh God! Get, yeah, I get the, I, I still get like the, the hint of that coffee. And like we we're talking about, it's kind of like you know, African coffee that's kind of that's got a higher acidity to it. You kind of get that little bit of, you know, brightness to it. That I, That's why I call it brightness. Um, I get that orange peel still, too. I get a little bit of that cedar in the background, but it's, it's just deep in the background. But I can tell it's there. I can, I can taste it. And I was getting like a, I, I was kind of a generic nuttiness, right? like to me it's not dry to me but it it has a nuttiness about it but it's to me it's fake so i i can't really decipher like what which one it kind of tastes like it's just like a generic nuttiness that i get so
1: that's kind of what i'm getting in the second third but bear what was you going to talk about after this well i'm finally getting that woodiness that y'all are talking about and it's right on my lips at the tail end of the finish like if you Yeah, put your lips together you can kind of get that i kind of get that woodiness that y'all have been talking about so here's my question as the cigars progressed the finish short medium long that's my question to the panel so i'm glad you brought that up because like like i I talk about this
0: with our friend jose blanco a lot because it's a big deal to me and him i was actually getting a pretty decent finish in the beginning but on the middle of the cigar, it's kind of shortened itself. The finish is a little bit shorter than it was the beginning. What about y'all?
2: You said it was shorter?
0: I felt it was, yeah.
2: See, I thought it got longer. It, it had more of a residual effect, I thought.
3: Mine too, Coop. I had a more residual kind of left. Uh, I get yeah. that pop of the, of the pepper, and I, I, as I continue to smoke it, I'm getting this. I can't put my finger on yeah. it. It's a cross between. It's weird, and I. I it's going to sound like a dichotomy, but a little bit of that anise that you talked about, Ben. I think it's, oh, it's, I'm yeah. trying to do the anise that flavor licorice. to it. Yeah, like a licorice kind of component to it. But then I, I got a nut, but I can't. It's not like a cashew. It's like some. It's like a pistachio. It's like a different nut combined with the anise. So it's for me the flavor the the. Um, the flavor uh, has been the lingering versus the beginning, and I don't know if that's because of the the pepper, the way that the it, it's transitioned a little bit. But for me, the finish is longer than it was uh, in the first third.
1: So, so it's not a walnut nuttiness. You don't get that. I'm not trying to put that in your head. I'm just asking.
3: Could be. I, I can't. That's right. I, I can't. Can't put my finger on it. But it, it, I, I get that anise flavor for sure, combined with. Some nuttiness that I can't put my finger on.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was saying on so, mine too. is kind of a generic. Like I can't decipher. Like I can't like pick it out because it's it's a little faint for me. But it's a, got a nuttiness about it. But I couldn't I couldn't tell you to describe which flavor. It's like oh it's this one or that one.
1: Okay, so the residual length. Ben, I'm going to come back to you. Coop, Aaron, the residual length. Where is that residual finish? Is it in the mouth or is it in the nose for you?
3: Mouth. Mouth.
1: Interesting. So here's why, I'm, here's why I'm asking about this. Uh, I thought, this is, and this is really interesting, I thought the finish was shorter in the beginning with the exception of that first blast that we talked about. But in the middle third for me, the finish got longer in the nose and shorter in the mouth. Yes. All right. That's why yeah. I brought this up. Yes. Cool. No, I,
2: I, I. Yeah. No. I definitely felt it on the mouth. Um. And I'm going to say this: it wasn't a positive.
0: Yeah. Dude, I feel that. Who likes a short finish. I like a long finish. I like yeah,
2: a long finish a too. I do like a short finish, and that was lingering. the The other thing I'm going to say, and I'm not trying to digress, we can go back to it. You guys were all getting a lot more complexity on this cigar than I was getting. I hundred percent agree with you, Coop. I I, I, I have Tuck not season. seen a lot of the like these walnut flavors.
3: I don't see them. I, I didn't. I don't see. Them. I don't see the fruit cake. I don't know where the fruit cake's coming from because I, I don't
2: see that either. Yeah, this was, but you know that's why we do these. I'm not saying anyone's wrong either. That's just this is how our palates are. And I think I think this is the first round table where we we've, we've all had some varying opinions which i think is really cool to, to have so i'm
1: just gonna knock on anyone yeah so, so aaron it's not like like when i say fruitcake it's not like i'm biting into a piece of fruitcake. it's those mm-hmm. those fruitcake flavors yeah, yeah yeah for me that breadiness that orange rind that lemon zest that coop was talking about the nuttiness like that that's that's the kind of that's the kind of like right. and then i combine all that shit with that what does that make that makes a fruitcake to me so it, it kind of it kind of makes me it doesn't make yep. me feel like I bit into a piece of fruitcake, but that's the kind of balance that I'm getting. Like the second third is 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 very is very well balanced. It's not as balanced as the first third, but there's this really weird dichotomy and really eccentric complexity to it that obviously you two aren't getting. That I just found really interesting about this particular cigar. Yeah,
0: yeah. If- you
1: you haven't talked much about complexity though, Ben. What about you? Uh, well. I kind of want to save that to the
0: last story because, like, I want to. I, okay, ten four. There's yeah. something. Kind of, kind of want to refer back to the my initial first ones that I smoked versus this
1: one. So we'll, okay. we'll we'll pick that up in the in the last third. Mm-hmm. with the exception of Coop, we are rating this one that we're smoking tonight, right? Yes. Just to be clear, okay. Okay. I'm going to give you what I got on the
2: last one I smoked.
1: Right, right, right. That's, yeah. that's it. Like yeah. just like we did last time with the Shepman yeah. when yeah. I wasn't smoking. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: But I did smoke okay. one of these within like I smoked one of these last Saturday So I, I've been pretty close when I smoked this To you guys
0: Perfect So we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll Pause it here and we'll be back to give you Our final conclusions in a second See you there Hey everybody we're back At the final third now So Coop how did the cigar end with you?
2: It kind of, I don't know how, it, figured. It, it didn't, it didn't end as well, okay, as it started. Um, what happened in the second turn that, that Pepper became more prominent, um, it, it started to become one of the uh, more primary notes. Uh, I thought it started to interfere with some of those coffee notes I had. I thought it was a little more overpowering, but it wasn't, a, it wasn't necessarily a, a great note it was, it was a little harshness to it. Uh, it just seemed like the cigar couldn't figure out how it wanted to finish. Um, by this point, I think the strength and the body were both in medium to full territory. Um, but like I said, for the most part, I thought the pepper was overshadowing a lot of these other flavors. And I think I was mentioning to you guys, I wasn't getting the complexity levels that you guys were getting off this cigar. This was not a very complex cigar, in my opinion. Uh, it had some variations on it, but... Um, It uh it wasn't overly complex. Like I said, it was mostly a cigar that I got coffee notes, the orange peel, earth cedar, and that pepper. And that's kind of how it stayed for most of this cigar. Um in the end, I gave this cigar an 88. About what I would call it, you know, it's around my average score, you know, if I looked at it. Uh it it wasn't a bad cigar. But you know, I think it wasn't like those La cases that I had smoked in the past either. Uh, I'm curious to see how this smokes with some extended age. I think there is some aging potential with this. I'm curious to see how, if, how this blend with performance of other sizes as well. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stay 88
0: with this cigar. That's a good score, Bear. What about you? Yeah, it wasn't a bad cigar.
2: It wasn't a bad cigar, but it wasn't it wasn't what I expected on a lot of La either.
0: Right. Yeah, I'll get to that yeah. too in a second. Bear, what? Well, how did you? How did it
1: so with you? Um, I had some, I had some similar uh, notes that Cooper's talking about a little bit. So no, no, no waffle crone crescendo for me. No crescendo of flavor here at the tail end. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we talked about, a lot of that complexity, kind of, uh, kind of waned a little bit for me. The breadiness became more dry toastiness, like toasted bread. A little bit of burnt bread to me, Uh, the coffee became a little bit more acidic and a little bit more of that less uh, fruity coffee that we've been talking about, that less uh, African, uh, you know, Ethiopian style coffee and more of just straight up, um, you know, straight up black, dark roast coffee, no bitterness to it. The sweet component's still there a little bit with a little bit of cinnamon, uh, but not as balanced as those first two thirds in terms of sweetness. The earthiness, uh, the the earthiness and the coffee kind of really dominated the palate for me on the last third. Um, Really good uh, draw throughout. Really good burn for me throughout. um, And overall, a really well balanced cigar. Uh, uh, For me, tonight's score, like tonight's cigar, uh, definitely is the best La Riqueza that I've smoked. This is my fifth one, as I've said before. It's the best one that I've smoked so far. It was well on its way, guys, to probably being one of the highest scoring cigars for me on this show, on the round table. Uh, the last third kind of it a little bit, um, but still a very, very impressive cigar for me. Those first two thirds were really impressive for me. Uh, of the other ones that I had are tick below this one, like I said. Um, but for me, this cigar scores and scores. A very 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 impressive 90 for me mm-hmm. oh, rare true. 90
2: for you, You're not, you rare 90 yeah
1: rare ninety. Rare?
2: Yeah. Out there. yeah so, so that's, a, that's a standard of excellence for me
0: Aaron, what about you how did this cigar end with you
2: yeah so
3: i'll take it uh just from an overall standpoint um let's talk about the different components so medium to medium plus for throughout i had several touch-ups throughout not terrible, a little bit of wonkiness, but I kind of got ahead of it. My draw was perfect for, throughout the cigar. So overall construction, burn, draw, pretty good. Uh, the highlight of the cigar for sure for me was the first third. After I got to about the halfway point, everything to me became more muddled. Um, I got, it, it continued with the, the, the coffee note we talked about. Still got some of that pepper, um, not only from a pepper flavor, but some of that pepper on the tongue. Um, I did. There was some sweetness throughout, um, but I'm going to read with Coop. It would. This, this to me was was not a overly complex cigar. In fact, there was a lot of times where I I kept waiting for me to something to stand out right outside of the pepper and the earth and the hayness, the the hay, the chalkiness. Um, it did from the like the middle to the finish, uh, to me became muddled. Um, and I got kind of a, a soft, it became soft, uh, from the, from a burn standpoint, for whatever reason. Um, I'm a big Tatuaya fan and you guys know that, uh, I'm usually the uh, most generous in scores, but for me, this just didn't hit the mark of what I was looking for. Um, I'm going to give this one an 87.
2: Wow. You all know, right. so, and here's the thing, the, the 88 with me, if it wasn't for the first third, I probably would have won 86-87 with this too, but the first third, I think, saved this cigar for me.
0: at least. See, that's unique when you say that, because to me, the middle third was the best part. That's where, so like, we're talking about complexity, like, for me, the, all the complexity came in the second third. I got a lot of different flavors there. Where in the beginning was a lot of black pepper, we you know we got some of those flavors, but I got a lot more in the second third. And when I got to the final third, I got a lot less flavor out of the second third. I got, I did get a little bit of breadiness. I, I was actually getting a slight hint of cocoa on the back end too. Uh, the black pepper made a, a resurgence as well, and on the retro hill, I got more black pepper as, on the from that as well too. But I, it was. I don't know. I, it was a little bit more acidic. Like to me, I got, I got that, the coffee layer Like very was so much more of a black coffee. To me, I got a little bit more, more acidity on the back. It was, you know. But I don't know. It's to me, it, it kind of got flat at the at the final. To me, the final throw was the worst part. Yeah. Um But I, I don't know. And, and we're talking about the finish as well. So like to me. I got long, lo- a longer finish. I wouldn't say a long finish, but a longer finish in the first third, kind of a medium finish in the second third, and a short finish on the final third, which is weird because I, I can't even think of another cigar that's ever happened. I and mean, usually it's the same, usually all the way through. But this one, it got... got or it gets yeah, longer. Yeah, or, yeah, usually. But this one kind of went the other way for me. You know, I thought it was, you know, medium plus the full on... Um, Strength and body. Um, but to me, it's, I don't know, Coop and I talked about this too, where I, I was a big Larry Kaza smoker back in the day. So in my head, I just, I'm kind of comparing it to the old Larry Kaza, you know, like, so when I went into the first, when I smoked the first cigar, I was kind of thinking old Larry flavors, how it smoked. This is a different animal it's It's not like the old Larry Kea, so if you you know keep that in mind when you go into the cigar and you get some you smoke it, it's not like the original Larry Keza. so so maybe I have a little bit of bias in my head about that too, because it's a definitely a, a more bolder, stronger Larry Keza than than we had in the past, but to me, I thought it was a good cigar but not. Like i'm glad i bought a box but i there's just in pete's line there's so many more things i'd be rather i'd rather be smoking than this cigar so like for me i'm gonna score this at 89 that, that was my final score on this one 87 88 89 90. i'll you i'll,
1: were, I'll you add were, to you that
2: right up the spectrum with that one tonight
1: yeah so like i was saying like my first my first experience with the cigar was my worst And I probably put it at that 87, 88 mark. The remaining, the other three were like at, like I said, were a tick tick below this one of 89, but tonight's one just smoked uh, just so much more deeper, so much more complex. It was, um, it was a really good experience for me. Um, And I agree with that because that's what I was mentioning too. It was like,
0: I I smoked five of these as well, just like you did there. And when I smoked the first, I thought, Oh shit! because <laughs> so, it was uh, for for one, I was kind of expecting kind of the original RK's a little bit in my head, and it
1: wasn't that. So that was kind talk of about a lo- talk about a long finish on a cigar, man. That that thing that thing had some length to it, right? That thing had like,
0: legs. Yeah, but I would say though that. This is why I think this has great aging potential. Like I have five. left. I think really on has box. aging
2: potential on this cigar?
0: Yeah, I'm not going to touch those other five till maybe Christmas. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I want to see um, what happens in, with even more months because I'm with Bear. This one was way better than the first one I smoked, and the ones in the middle, I didn't see that big of a difference. But I, but I haven't smoked. Uh, I, well, no, I think they're back. I smoked the last one I smoked before this was about three weeks ago. So it's been like a three-week gap. So there's been some pretty big gaps in between them, right? Because it almost reminded me back in the day of the La Casita Creole, which is, this is a different animal, but like that one, you know, it was a, that was all brought right? And everybody, back in the day, you know, when I was with Review, it was Review, everybody was talking, about, oh, my God, that's a of the year. It's the best thing ever, but saw, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I remember I smoked through probably an entire box of those. Not I didn't buy a box, but just picking them up, thinking, I don't really care for this cigar. Like, why? Why do I not right. like this? Right? Why? Why? Do, why am I not important? Uh, why don't I like? This? Everybody else loves this. It was weird. I remember Abe brought this up to Pete. I remember him saying, "But I bet you love the Falso because they came out at the same time." I said, "You're right. I love the Falso." It was like, I'm
2: "Yeah, doing that. I'm totally with you."
0: Yeah, he was like that's why I blend it. It's two different cigars. So, you know, you, you, you don't have to like both, you know, a them for different palates. Yeah. So it totally makes sense. Right. So I almost feel that's kind of like the way this one is for me. Like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's I wouldn't say it's a miss but it's just
1: not for me. I guess. You're going to, you're going to go for like maybe 10 or a dozen other different Tatuajes before you reach for this yeah. one.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and I'll, 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 you know what, and and I've said I'm always the, typically from a score standpoint, the highest, um, this of the, so this was my fifth, I want to say fourth or fifth, this was the, this, this was the best I had of them, and I had, so I've smoked them periodically over the last three, four months-ish, um, don't quote me on the exact time frame, but for an 87, if you would ask me for a score for the first one I smoked, I, I almost, I put it out. That's I, I put it out a yeah. little over halfway through and I'm like, you know, I, I can't even smoke this thing anymore. Cause so I did, I did not like it that much, but I I'm with, I'm with Ben. I'm going to let these now sit till Christmas, maybe yeah. even after till the new year, smoke it again and see where it goes because a lot of Pete's cigars age very well. You yeah. know, I, I look at it like Ernie's cigars, his cigars age very well too. And I think this yes. has got potential. But right now, I'm not going to smoke it because at this point, I know what, the, what I'm facing and I'd rather smoke something else for right now and see where it, where it falls
2: in, in January. I agree. I'm in agreement with you on, on that too.
1: Oh, I'm saving mine too. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I want to see, I'm just the nerd in me, man. I want to see what it does with H. I want to see what it does.
2: You know, I, meant, I mentioned La Roma de Cuba Passion, which uses that, that Gro Corral wrapper from the Garcia's. And why I mention that is because that cigar I did think improved. Because I bought a batch of those. I didn't buy, I bought like a five pack of those. And I smoked three for the review, but I I took another one on this trip and I I thought it significantly improved. So I don't know, maybe it's something with the wrapper. That's why I mentioned that. My gut tells me that this cigar is going to age well. I I really do. I think my gut's telling me that.
0: Well, I mean, just our small sample size shows that too. Right. Yeah. The first one. But the yeah. one we had tonight, we all thought was significantly better than the first one we had. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking, like, oh, okay. Uh, these aren't these haven't been out that yeah. long. Yeah. So Yeah. Give it the yeah. Christmas. Give it like four more months. It'll Be interesting to see. You know.
3: Yeah. And can I make a, a suggestion to if, if as people tune into this review and thank you for tuning in, um, whether you're watching it live or you watch the uh, the replay. If you have the ability, please comment and let us know if there's a cigar out there that you would like us to review. Um, You know, we pick, we pick these as we kind of do a round Robin. Each individual uh, gets to pick which cigar we review next, but I would love a suggestion from, from somebody in the, the viewing audience to give a suggestion on what they'd like us to review next. Yeah. Yep. We'll, yeah,
0: that's a good. We'll, that's a very good uh, point. And we'll
2: source those uh, cigars. You don't have to worry. We'll source those cigars. Uh, I'll hunt it
0: down. I'll Dumpster.
3: i dumpster dive for anything.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, we want obviously want to have something that people will smoke. You know, uh, well, it, either you know something you can find, not like a, a cigar with ten boxes made. Obviously, you know?
0: Right. Exactly. Right.
2: Well, and I and I think I think too. Just to get and, and to to elaborate a little bit. I mean,
3: the idea is that I've always thought about these cigars that we view. It'll be interesting if, you know, hopefully we're still doing this in years to come. I've always talked about cigars that that we think are going to stand the test of time, right? Is this cigar going to hold up in two years, in five years, and in 10 years from now, are we going to look back and say, yeah, we smoked that, and in 10 years, we're still smoking it, right? Yeah. That's the idea.
0: Well, I do hope this is a prelude to maybe the La of making a return.
2: Yeah, I do, too. We do like that. I I think we all agreed that I gotta like I say this was one of the most fun roundtables we did tonight um, for sure because I think we just had different opinions on this and I I love when we get into like these types of you know this, it's great when we agree don't get me wrong, we're all thinking on the same way like, but it's also fun when we kind of have these differences too and and I think that makes it fun too no one's wrong
1: I don't think I've I've been the uh, my the only other high score that I've been was on the Corainias yes.
2: yeah. But we were all pretty close on that and liked it. So. Yeah. 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 I mean the Aroa, we did the Aroa um PCA. I was the negative nelly on that one. But you guys liked and it. And I yeah, and I think uh,
3: we all like the the H. Upman, the Nicaraguan that we did last <clears throat> time. I thought that was a that was a good and I will tell for the for I don't know if you guys have had it, but that in the torpedo is really good. We smoked the Toro on the review, the
2: Torpedo. That, that, the torpedo, that is, I've had that all the size. The Corona is probably my least favorite of the line. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I think we covered this pretty well. So, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you. Bye-bye.